And welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Right, we're back for a brand new edition. It's a new week. We got two great episodes for you guys. Uh, As you may already know or have seen on our social media, we are going to be celebrating Women in Horror this month for the ninth annual Women in Horror month. It's always in February. We did this last year and we had a lot of fun doing it. We're going to try to like, you know, pass it to everybody, try to get everybody's opinions uh, to on the team here at the BTV family. So we're going to have everybody up there, including Christina. Uh, Mark Doubt just put up a new article about the witch being witch, please, uh, for the first <laughs> day of February. So we're already deep into this with you guys, so you probably already know this, but for this whole rest of this month, we are going to be celebrating women in horror. We're going to be talking about different movies with women, predominant women, strong roles uh, that we enjoy. Uh, For example, we're watching on this Thursday, American Mary and May. Perfect, which Brittany picked. I was a little hesitant at first, but I think it turned out really nice, so I'm really excited to talk about it. And today, we're going to be, we have a special guest on again. We got Isaac Thorne, who is a writer and supporter, strong supporter of the community for horror. Uh, He dabbles in just a little bit of everything. He's a big time writer. He also does Scream Radio, uh, and he'll be doing the Grave Plots with us today. Brittany will be stepping out for that. But uh, how you been? Good. Yeah? Busy. Really? Stressed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've been really tired. (laughs) I I, I can imagine. Like, you said you're working like 60 hours. I want to jump off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I've worked. I don't know how much I've worked, but I even on last night when I I was like running behind trying to watch the movies, I was like, I don't even want to watch anything. I just want to go to bed. Like, I was struggling. So I pounded some coffee, and I did the adult thing and finished it up. (laughs) Watched movies. (laughs) (laughs) But it ended up, I really enjoyed it, so. But you said you've been busy, and is there anything that you've been able to do since you've been working so much, or did you go out this week? No. Nothing? Well, you did the the girl night, didn't you? No. Oh, man. Nope. I went home and uh, was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm going to get ready, and I went to bed. (laughs) That's what I did. Sometimes it happens that way. I was like, I'm just going to lay down for like 20 minutes and I fucking passed out. So that was fun. (laughs) You're like, fuck it. Yeah, I went out. We went out Saturday for a minute. um, Nice. With uh, Lauren and her boyfriend, Matt. Oh, okay. just had a um, a couple of really good cocktails at this place called The Windsor. Nice. So that was fun. Our waitress is really cool. Yeah. They apparently have a really bomb brunch. 
I don't know. They just had really good whiskey. Who's going to be up early enough to go to that? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we were because we, I don't know. I thought that our, we did go to that tattoo convention on Sunday. Oh, wow. So you did do some a stuff. A couple hours, I guess. Yeah. Hey. Wouldn't really consider it. Hey, at least you're out of the house. I feel like I'm trapped Yeah, we here. got day drunk, so that was nice. There you go. That's <laughs> a little celebration. So we didn't really do anything else, so we were like, what can we do to kill? Because we thought, we okay, why we did this is because our tattoo artist wanted us to enter into um, enter a piece of each into a, right. a contest on Sunday. So we were like, all right. like He's a good friend of ours, so we were like, all right. Well, yeah, and you couldn't make the Friday. Yeah, well, I couldn't do Friday because it was like 2 o'clock, and I'm like, I have a job. <laughs> I can't go. Yeah, like, I, I have o'clock. a real job? Like, I, have a, I have a real job. <laughs> Um, I'm a real job. Real boy. Or girl. <laughs> Whatever I am today. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Hang in there, Brittany. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so. Did you registra- win? No. We thought registration was at noon, um, but it wasn't until two. So we were already like on our way out that way at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And so by the time we got out, because it was a Mesa, so by the time we got out there, um, we just went to some bar that was literally right next door and watched the Pro Bowl. Oh, okay. And um got fucking shitty drunk on two dollar whiskeys because they have a really great happy hour at that place that was awesome <laughs> did you make it back we ate some lunch and then we got super fucking shitty drunk and then we went over to this the convention and tattoo conventions to me like i just i like them but i only like them when i'm getting tattooed otherwise right i mean it's kind of boring so i mean in, if unless you want to if you're there to network and stuff like that's one thing or if you're like a tattoo model right, it's or an industry like, thing it's an industry thing and yeah and i get it but for me i'm like i just kind of sit around and yeah it's like what are you gonna buy other than a tattoo i guess clothing there wasn't any even really any places for that had clothing that's what i was hoping i was like cool i'm gonna buy some shit thankfully there was a dude selling oddities and dead stuff there which was awesome so i bought a fucking sick mummified bat so i'm really happy about oh, that. fuck yeah dude that's awesome it was really cool his stuff was like did you post it i didn't see it. i haven't posted it yet because okay. I'm, I'm trying to find out we'll include it in the information if you could send it over to me yeah well that's why i'm trying to get his business card because okay um i want to tag him in it because it's really nice nice and yeah i I don't think I got a card or anything from him, so I'm trying to figure out who it is first before I post it up. So, but yeah, nice. it was really nice. His stuff was like grossly underpriced, and I was like, I appreciate you, but you should charge more. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> did you tip him? <laughs> like, well, no, they didn't. He didn't give me the option to tip him. He just entered the amount and then swiped my card, and then I signed it. Didn't give the option. Oh, it comes so across it's just as cool like as an, shit. An Etsy sale. So, huh? Well, I had some uh, pretty interesting stuff just occur before we recorded. By the way. Uh, so if you guys have been following along in the podcast, you probably know that I've had some very strange occurrences in this house. In one of our episodes, I talk about something that happened in our bedroom, something that happened to Christina a couple of times. We've had uh, one of the shelves on our fucking in our cabinets in the kitchen just like completely fell on both sides like it makes no sense. Uh, and then today I heard a popping noise. And I couldn't figure out what it was. I literally walked around the entire house and Christina was in bed sleeping. And I I was like, what the fuck? I know I heard that. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then I stood up after I heard this and I was like, "Okay, whatever's here, make yourself present. Like, let me know that you're here. And I stood there for like 10 seconds waiting because I was like really freaked out by it. It was the only noise I heard. Like there was no banging on the wall, no nothing. And then Brittany comes over hours later and I'm walking into the room and I see the mirror on the wall just smashed and like broken all the way around and in the center. And I was like, what the 
fuck is wrong with the mirror? And then I was like, oh, yeah, there was that noise earlier. I wonder what it, that that must have been what it was. And then I was like, you know, rationally, if I wanted to think about this, I would say, well, our neighbors always slam their fucking doors. Like, seriously, like, it's really bad. Like, the whole house shakes. And we live in, like, a row of houses that are all together. And it's kind of like more of like a condo, like, single level. They call them townhomes, but we don't have a second floor. Which is what yeah, I. Yeah, they're just single story townhomes. Yeah, it's a townhome. But yeah, like our neighbors slammed the doors, and I was like, well, maybe, you know, it finally caught up. But it looks like something pushed it in, right? Like it's. And it looks like it has two impact points, has, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has two impact points, like one that's lower and then one that's higher. So it's, it's a little odd. Weird. I think they have a demon, but. <laughs> And if you guys want to see that, you should be following my Instagram. It's, I don't fucking know. I'll put a link down below. You guys should fucking add me. I want to be IG famous, yo. Yo. <laughs> but anyway, dude. Instagram too. It's like, it's like Alex the never BTV ending. Cast. Is it Alex BTV cast? Yeah. So yeah, you can add me on there. I post shit there all the time. Um, But yeah, it's really weird. It's like this never ending saga of this nonsense that's fucking happening. And I don't understand it. It's freaking me out, dude. Like, Christina was like, she put fucking rosary beads up on it Christina. like she did with the cabinets. Christina's not fucking around anymore. Yeah. She I know. So one day I opened up your cabinet. I'm like, why is there a rosary in here? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, guys, I don't know. What do you think? Is it just the neighbors pounding, slamming their doors, and then somehow this wooden mirror just finally broke and it shattered in, like, two, three places? Like, and it's all the way around. Like... Like, it doesn't just, like, crack in, like, one part and it's, like, some hairline fracture. It, like, cracked in a circle. Like, something pushed it. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. It's cool, though. It looks cooler now. Yeah, I have a couple of videos up. If you have me on Instagram, you'll probably see them. Uh, I'll save them somewhere. <laughs> Christina and I are standing in the back. I'm like, everything's got to go on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Christina's like, I think we should move. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You know, we came back from... Out, being outside for a minute and Christina's like got a Jesus candle lit and a, a rosary, rosary on the wall where the mirror was and she lit sage and I'm like oh, you're she not did, around, yeah. are you? she's like fuck that nope. shit not in my house motherfucking demon <laughs> not today not today Satan <laughs> anyway guys I think it might be that time Brittany it's that time horse shots All right, guys, so we're back for Horror Shots, and we're going to do a special edition. Normally, we kind of do them themed around, like, a movie in particular. This kind of is, but it's also a little different. We're theming this one around the Saska sisters in the movie American Mary. They do a cameo, a pretty big cameo, actually. They're two of the characters, practically, in the movie, and they drink a drink in there. And we wanted to do, they do a candy apple candy martini. Apple but we don't have any gin, and no one wants. Nobody to wants that. to drink a shot of gin. Like it's it's overpowering it's disgusting. and disgusting, in my opinion, to do it that way. I don't feel like chewing on pine needles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what it is. What it is. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna call this one a Saskatini shot. So it's not a martini. It's a shot. And there's three ingredients in this Saskatoomi. one. Saskatoomi. I'm sorry. A Saskatoomi. <laughs> so there's three ingredients. I like that. I'm funny. Uh, Brittany's not happy about one of these ingredients. 
One of them is vodka. So you're going to fill it up halfway with vodka and the other half, apple pucker. For those of you who watch me game stream, you probably know that I drink vodka, apple pucker, and ginger ale. But this is kind of a different variation because you're going to fill it up to the top with the vodka and the apple pucker equally. And then you're going to take one tiny drop of... Sriracha sauce. I was like, why are you? It's sriracha. <laughs> I don't know. I almost called it something else. Oh, I want the one that you didn't just like say oops about because I feel like that's going to be the better one. This is just two little dibblets. In so here. we figured, you know, the twisted twins are pretty twisted. So we had to put something twisted in there. And uh, I I think it tastes it's it's our horror shot section, guys. What do you want from me? All right. We're trying to make everything. We're trying to make fucking, you know, eat a dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers. Cheers. To the Soska sisters. To the Twisted Twins. The we Twisted, yeah, to the Twisted Twins. Cheers. Cheers. What? Ooh. It's so good, except for the sriracha. I don't know what it is, but I really like when they're spicy and sweet together. <laughs> like, one of my favorite drinks is the apple pie moonshine. Oh, shit's good. And then it's take and then take a uh, you when you take shots of this or sip on it or whatever. I was like squirting Tabasco in my mouth, You're like while I was doing it. But it tastes amazing. Yeah, like, Mouse no would shit. Like shot because he likes tab- he likes sriracha. Does he? Okay. See, we're I don't know what it is, man. You guys are like, are we? Gonna, I think he's gonna marry me. You guys are gonna bone. <laughs> Cannot wait. You're not I gonna bone. You're just wait. gonna get married and I'll not be have sex I'll be his bottom. Other. I don't even There's care. There's gonna be like... a, a regular American marriage. <laughs> just be married but not have sex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to figure out how to make this shot, you want to go check out the hashtag horror shot section in our longlivethevoid.com website. You can do that right now. We have a ton of different other drinks in there. I highly urge you to drink them, and some of them. Probably not. As long as you're 21. Yes, as long as you're 21 or legal wherever you are in whatever country you live in. Yeah. It's all good by me. But that's it for Horror Shots. Horror Shots. All right, guys. So now what we're going to be doing is we're going to jump into the Grave Plot segment that Isaac did with us. I had a really good time uh, talking with him, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. We got to pick one of our listeners' choices. So who's it going to be? It was so. me. <laughs> it was me, guys. You don't listen. Surprise, don't. <laughs> not all the time. I'm so terrible. I do listen, just... No, I can't. Not every day. <laughs> but guys, check out this new Grave Plots right now. Right, guys so we're back with one of our special guests to do grave plots with us today and i'm going to take a little bit of time to sit down and talk to our guest isaac thorne who is a writer and audio director so to speak uh he does a lot of storytelling through audio through podcasts and all a manner of different places he's written books like this more recent one road kills which is a short stories and sort of like an anthology of different horror stories, I think, right? That's correct. Well, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you coming out. 
Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. It's been, we've been, you've been such a super awesome, like supporter, man. Like (laughs) I really need to dig deep into some of your stuff. If you had to recommend a book, what would you say? Uh, right now that would be road kills. It's got, yeah, it's got just about, um, everything that I've put out as short singles, uh, plus some extra stuff is in that book. Um, the only, the only thing that's not in there is a, a short story I have out now called Plant. So yeah, most most of it's in the in Road Kills. And you can that's get that on can. like Amazon and a couple places on your website, right? Absolutely. You can get it on you can get the ebook or the paperback on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. If you want a signed paperback with a free evil bunny sticker, you can order directly from Isaacthorne.com. And that's probably the best place to order it too, because that way you get pretty much hundred percent, right? Absolutely. <laughs> That's where I typically go for all my writer friends because I'm like, ah, if I'm going to spend the same amount of money, I'm going to go right to them. Because exactly. Exactly. So have you always you 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 and I had a little bit of pregame or pre-show uh, talk and you had mentioned that you had been doing this. I think you said something about ever do ever since holding a crayon or something like that. <laughs> I've I've been writing for as long as I've been reading, um, okay. basically. And yeah, I mean, I, and of course there have been periods when I've been, you know, focused on, uh, on other things like uh career and cars and, and girls when I was a teenager, but, but I've always come back to the writing. So, so yeah, I've been doing this a long time. I've only really started publishing what I've written creatively in 2013. So that's as far back as my actual Amazon catalog goes, but I've been writing forever. Yeah, I've I've heard that you've said that it was a very personal thing for you. Yes. That's why you pretty much haven't released it into the public. Right. Exactly. Just, it was it a exactly. was it a, like a sort of uh I hate to say it this way, but like I kind of write music and stuff like that because it helps to keep me focused. And, yeah. And I think absolutely. It, it is a very personal thing that way sometimes. So is that kind but of why or it, that is why, and it also helps. Uh, it, it helps me process things right and it can be you know it can be processing something personal that's happened in my life it can be processing something that's happened on the news that i found disturbing but but that's the primary thing is is i'm trying to to process information just like we all are and for some reason it works better for me if it goes into my head and then comes out my fingertips so i can reread it that's awesome um and figure out what i think you know, <laughs> sure. And if you've been doing this for so long, what was like, do you, do you remember one specific thing or a certain time frame that you were like, OK, this is what I want to do? Or you just kept writing for years? I mean, how did yeah, it I've, spark? I've uh, I, I just kept writing, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I always knew that I wanted to write. I didn't always know that I wanted to write creatively. I didn't always know that I wanted to write fiction. I, I did, um, I've done technical writing. I've done, uh, spots of journalism, um, here and there throughout my life, um, for different publications, but the fiction aspect, the, the creative, the storytelling that spawns from my head rather than from fact or how things work is something that was always kind of in the back of my mind that I would like to do. But when you're young, when you're, you know, in your your late teens and early 20s and you're trying to build a career, that's not something you think that you can ever make a living doing. 
or at least I didn't. Sure, no. So, um, but you never so, know, you know until you try, and then right, 2013 exactly. rolled around, you were ready to go, huh? Yeah, yeah. 20, well, you know, I'm in my 40s now, and I'm like, if if I don't do it now, you know, the world is changing so fast now. If I don't do these things now and get out there, what I what I'd like to get out there, then I mean, it could all be different tomorrow. You know, books could be gone. So. Yeah. Well, if anything's going to be gone, just imagine if we had this surge that uh, like a EMP that went off and like everything <laughs> was gone. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. only thing that would be left is those damn books. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and you have to remember, um, you remember history. There was the the uh, and I can't think of the name of it now, but the fa- the famous ancient library that had this huge storehouse of all the world's knowledge and it burned. Ah. And, you know, there was nothing left of it after that. So all this all this knowledge that was then, you know, started to uncover again during the Renaissance had been lost for ever. Right. Well, it makes me you know what it makes me think of. You, I can't remember that Simon Pegg movie mm-hmm. where uh, the aliens come down and they uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, the, the, the one where they go on the pub crawl. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think about? I know that one. Oh, you haven't seen that? It's, no, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, I don't want to ruin it for you, but there's very similar tones for you. Um, but yeah, basically, they came, all this information just disappeared overnight, and then they had nothing left. They didn't know how to do anything anymore. So, yeah, and so you start over from scratch, you right. know, which is, it's that's good in some ways because you can create new stuff, but how do you know you're going to be around when that happens? Right? So... So, you know, yeah, the, the back to my point, the basic basic point was I, I just felt that that if I didn't start now, I would never start. OK, so. Um, well, you said so, you yeah. also did audio, too, and you, you do yes. for Scream Radio. You do Thorns Theater of Terror and you also do this uh, sort of like little segments of classic cuts, you call it. It's like excerpts Correct. of some of the horror movies that are on public domain in a way. Uh, and you kind of uh, mix movies. them together. Not uh, movies, horror, horror novels. Novels. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're readings from from horror novels. Now, uh, Thorns Theater of Terror, I actually owe um, a lot of the inspiration for that to a woman named Leanne Moonraven, who a couple of years ago used to run um, an internet audio theater network called Carmen. And she took... Uh, one of my stories, because reasons, and turned it into an audio play wow. for her network, and did just such an amazing job with it that that I became uh, my interest in audio sort of became rekindled with that. And then when Tracy came along with um, with with Scream Radio and asked me to be a part of it, um, I I jumped at it. So Thorns Theater of Terror are my original stories done. Uh, it's a reading, but with, you know, some audio drama aspects like sound effects and, and music. I also serialized the Oscar Wilde novel, The Portrait of Dorian Gray. Nice. Um, over like eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that would take a while. <laughs> 
But classic cuts is um, is short excerpts, like three to six minute excerpts from uh, famous horror novels like Dracula or Frankenstein or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I've also done War of the Worlds for that. Thorne's Theater of Terror is on like three times a day, I think, now. And Classic Cuts is just interspersed uh, wherever they have space they need to fill during the uh, the programming. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. That's awesome. And yeah. I, I love taking that, that written word and then turning it into something even more atmospheric like that. I think it's Absolutely. awesome. I'm excited about it. And I'm I'm not the only Scream Radio host. There's Tracy has this wealth of of uh, horror personalities that that do their own shows there. There there are other stories, there's music, there's uh interviews she does with uh with all kinds of people. So it's uh it's a great entertainment. Yeah, they're really supportive too, just like you. And by the way, guys, if you ever go on Twitter, this man is probably one of the more supportive people in the horror community <laughs> you will ever meet. A no joke. Like, I don't even know how you have the time, Isaac. Seriously. <laughs> hey, it's not easy. Uh, I tell you, it's not easy, but I'm committed to it. And You are. The reason I'm committed to it is horror right now is enjoying this incredible renaissance. Thanks to television, you know, movies. Uh, books and audio even um, there's there's a tremendous amount of interest in it right now and I want to do my part to help sustain that awesome yeah me too man I totally agree with you 100% so, we're seeing this whole yeah. 80s revive like right. it's, it's like 80s all over again and people don't even realize it it's like they're in the fire they don't see that it's a fire they're like holy shit like I'm just having a regular day but they don't realize <laughs> like how booming it is right now Absolutely. That's why I think, you know, and I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, but I feel like when people get mad about remakes, I, I, I understand the point of view, and I definitely agree that there is so much uh, talent out there that they should. But in the same respect, it does scratch the back of some other horror for people to take sure. risks because it widens the audience a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there, there were, there were remakes in the eighties that, actually prompted me to go back and watch originals. I never would have watched The Fly. Right. The the Vincent Price The Fly if it hadn't been for the Jeff Goldblum. Right. The Fly. Um and it, you know as much as I I I love the modern um the 2017 chapter 1 of it. I also love the miniseries and there's there's been the whole debate there about whether, you know, which was better, who was the better Pennywise or whether it is even a remake. And I was thinking to myself the other night, I don't really consider the 2017 it a remake of the 90 miniseries because it's a different format. And it was never in theaters. And it was never in theaters. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I love them both. I I mean, I thought Tim Curry was an excellent choice for Pennywise at the time. And I think uh, Bill Skarsgård just nailed it in in the movie as well you know what's weird though i do think and yeah like it's it's two different beasts these are like two different beasts in the same family and it's like i i think where the new one's strong points are is the kids a little yes, bit and absolutely. i think the old one is more tim curry so yeah. it's almost like a trade so you can't even really compare the two i mean you can right. and but you can't it's like a lot of people get really upset about the nostalgic aspect of it the miniseries because it's mm-hmm. very nostalgic it turned a lot of kids into horror fans because yes. of that movie 
Uh, so, of course, there's this nostalgia, this like ownership over it. And that nostalgia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it kind of blinds oh, some people, I think. But I agree with you. And, and you know, and at the same time, I, I say all that and and I look at the remake of Fright Night. And if I had watched the Fright Night remake first, I probably would have enjoyed it more than I did. I'm a huge, huge fan of the 1985 Fright Night. Right. I, I watched it so many times. I, I have it on disc and I still have it on VHS. The VHS copy I had when I was, you know, a teenager, I actually still have. And when the remake came along, there was that part of me that was simply determined not to like it because it's a remake. Well, I watched it again recently and I'm thinking this, it's actually not a bad movie. Right. It's, it's a good movie on its own. And if I didn't have that 1985 Fright Night nostalgia, um, you know, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more than, than I did. I thought Anton Yelkin, is that his name? Uh, the one that yes. passed away? He, I thought he did a really good job. I did too. I thought I that was, too. I mean, I think that's what started his career big time was that yeah. movie in particular. So. Absolutely. I, I do feel like the, the new one had the, the tail end, the very end was a little over CGI thing, but, right. But I saw it, I think I saw it in 3D <laughs> when it was that, <laughs> when it came out to the theater. So the embers and things were cool to look at. But other than that, yeah. I was not too pleased with that. But overall, I love David Tennant. I love Anton Yelkin. So yeah. I thought it was a good I'm, combo. I'm actually a David Tennant fan, but I didn't like what they did with Peter Vincent. Oh, I see um, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, because Peter Vincent in 1985, there was a reason for his character to be called upon by Charlie Brewster, you know, because he was a he was he claimed to believe in vampires, number one. And um, and he was this legendary horror actor in vampire movies, B-movie actor in the new Fright Night. I had more trouble with the believability that that Charlie would seek him out. Right. I see what you mean. It was just because he was a collector, right? Like is right. that what it was? He was like yeah. a magician, <laughs> yes, like a like a famous like magician in in Vegas or something. Exactly. It's been a while exactly. for me, so I need to rewatch it now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: I mean, clearly you like writing, and mm -hmm. and not to take away from either audio or writing, you obviously like to marry the two. Um, do you see anything in the future that you might be doing, uh, leaning towards uh the co combination of the two or? Maybe something outside of that or video even at some point? Um, what do you mean uh, by combination of the two? You mean like more audio theater or? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it could be like, you know, we got uh, on, what do you call it? Uh, on Prime Video, they do the lore mm -hmm. thing in a way, which is kind of an interesting gotcha. aspect that you could, you know, might be something that you might be interested in too. Yeah, you know, I I haven't really put any thought into it. I've I've been uh, so focused on my writing process lately, anyway, that I haven't even really thought about it. I I I have made a slight avenue into film, Diggum, which is one of my original short stories and an audio play. Now I wrote a screenplay for that I've submitted to a few film festivals. And uh, it's actually, it got a nod for best short script in the Shiver International Film Festival. And it won for best violence in uh, in uh, Chemical Film Festival, which I was ecstatic about. That's awesome, man. It's yeah. not their biggest award, but it's best violence. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know? I, that's a nice, that's a nice award, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I'm working with a small independent film production company out of um, Pennsylvania called My Little Rascal Productions. And they have created a short film out of Because Reasons. Okay. Um, so that's hitting the film festival circuit now. And they've actually contracted with me to do um, two or three – to adapt two or three more of my, uh, my shorts. Nice. So. There are always other possibilities out there. I, I, I can't predict really, you know, where I'm going to go, but, um, I've, I've kind of got my fingers in all the pies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, no. I think it's good though. I, I'm really glad that, you know, how supportive you are. I think it's super awesome and that you're busy on your own stuff. And, you know, if you stick your fingers in enough places, I guess, you know, yeah, something, <laughs> it kind of nurtures each other in a way, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you'll either come back with something great or it'll get bitten off. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I was kind of a weird analogy anyway. I <laughs> started going somewhere real sexual with it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what are you saying right now, Alex? You know, it's 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 getting late. <laughs> I gotta run. I'll catch you later. <laughs> well, guys, uh, if you haven't already, there is gonna be some uh, links below and we'll also plug a lot of it at the end of the great plots here. Uh, but I definitely urge you to go check this out and add him, especially on Twitter, because he's always like abreast of everything that's coming out and he's involved in so many different things. We'll have all the links below. So definitely check that out and definitely add him on Twitter. So but I think we should probably jump into the grave plots right now. Um, I asked Isaac to give me a couple of uh, movie titles. So he has a few in there. We also have about seven or eight other uh, people who put some in here as well. So we have a pretty large pile, including some of our own. So you know how this works, Isaac, right? I, I believe I do. Yeah. I, I keep wanting you guys to post a picture of the skull, though. <laughs> we can't. It'll curse you. And then, <laughs> you know, the reason that we joke about the, the skull thing is because we had a guest on um, Don Thacker. Who was like, why are you guys like, cause my, one of our old, uh, hosts that used to be on here, Patrick, always got mad when I said hat because he was like, it's not a hat, it's a cup. And, uh, <laughs> and so then when we were talking about that, when Don Thacker was on, when he did a great plots with us and he was like, well, what are you talking about? You can make up anything you want. And I was like, that's a really good point. So. <laughs> That's a secret. Don't tell anybody, Isaac. All right. <laughs> Everybody forget you heard that. You didn't hear anything, anybody. <laughs> uh, so to, for the new listeners and people who do not know what Grave Plots is, what we do is we make up movie titles and we write them down. We put them into a crystal skull with diamond eyes worth billions of dollars. And then... We pull the name out. We take turns, whoever it may be. Uh, obviously, Isaac's not here with me, but if one of his gets picked out of this, then he has to remain quiet while I develop the story for it. Now, if it's one of the listeners that actually listen and we pull it out, we're going to make up the story just going with it because we never made it up in the first place. But that will be the name of the title of this episode, and we're going to be pulling that out. Once we do that, we come up with the kills, the characters... Uh, pretty much like a really rough draft version of a movie. And then by the end, we come up with the tagline and I even make a VHS cover for it. So we make it up on the spot within about 45 minutes to an hour. So we're going to jump into that right now. So 
Okay, so we have one from one of our listeners. His name is uh, is actually Random Viewer. He is one of the mods and friend of mine for the Twitch.tv um, streaming that I do. Super awesome guy. His title is called The Cadillac Killers. He wrote, Ooh. I am just a huge fan of cars, so I had to put this in there. So Random Viewer, thanks for the submission, man. Awesome. So what do and we I, do with this? <laughs> I, I immediately, uh, of course, the two things that immediately enter my mind are Christine. Yes. Um, yeah. And and the episode of American Dad where Roger decides to be a limousine driver and his first fare stiffs him. So he he decides to go on a killing spree and mows them all down with the car. Okay. Um <laughs> So maybe a combo so, something. So so maybe yeah maybe maybe a combo of something like that. Uh, I mean we don't want to do haunted car completely because right. it, it's it's obviously been done. But, and, it's, uh, and one of them's done it better than any. So yes yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, it could be that they're just a bunch of group of guys that have like you know they drive around a bunch of Cadillacs and yeah, yeah. they're some sort of killer like we're still early in the story here but they they maybe they drive around these Cadillacs and they actually kidnap people kill people tie them up i mean i don't know where we go from here maybe maybe it's an initiation maybe maybe this is a this is a club um i mean and the title was killers right plural ooh um, now you so got maybe, me thinking. Yeah, this is a this is a club, and the initiation is is they have to 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 kill someone of the leader's choice or at random. I'm not sure which. Maybe at um, random, and they do it. They have to steal a car, a Cadillac, hmm. and then they have to kill them in the most creative possible way with video or uh, like pictures, proof. Yeah, uh, probably video. All right, kill them with the car or... It could or be that. Just... It could be anything. It could be inside the car. Uh, they have to display them in some certain way in the back of the trunk. I mean, it could be... A whole... It just has to involve the car somehow. Right. It has to be uh, the car. All right. Some of them and get maybe... run over. Some of them get, you know, like some people are just a little bit different, a little creative. Yeah. There you go. And uh, maybe uh, maybe they they wire the, uh, the car up with cameras. Um, like you know, interior and and dash cam and and on the front, so so they've got the video right. Proof. They kind of like uh, modern it up a little bit, so more of a modern yeah. horror in a way. Now, are these old Cadillacs? Are they trying to steal old Cadillacs? Because that's going to be difficult, right? That's going to be difficult. Well, yeah. I mean, how many are there right. out there now that are? <laughs> They're limited are, to three in the, you know, in this in the tri-state area or some shit, you know. Because I mean, that could be an initiation alone is just stealing a, a Cadillac of a certain age. So I'm going to say maybe any, um, as as long as it is a Cadillac. Okay, but the older, so maybe maybe you can you can get new ones, you can get old ones. They tell them, you know, maybe it's like this group of people that like initiate, like you were saying, initiating these people, and they're like the older you find the bigger chance that you will get. Maybe it's even a mm. contest, like a money thing. Yeah, uh, or, or ranking or something. Right, the, yeah. The organization. And the worst of the kills gets murdered or something like, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be yeah. some punishment for not doing it well enough. Right. And then, uh, okay, and we need to figure out, well, maybe we don't have to figure this out, but but there has to be some way for our protagonist to become 
involved with this club and not he's he's being forced to go along with it but he doesn't really want to right like he's a good guy but somehow he got mixed up in it yeah so he's got to try to his his goal is to to try to ooh maybe he's trying to infiltrate the organization maybe he's like um Law enforcement. What or, if his brother was involved in it and they somehow brainwashed him and he's going in to try to get him out? Right. Or or yeah. or because he got killed. Like maybe yeah. maybe his brother was drawn and quartered by four Cadillacs. Nice. Do you see what I'm saying? They like chained yes. him up and they ripped his fucking body apart. Absolutely. Like I don't. Absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't know that till the end or close to the like third act. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. Or, well, he would know that he was dead, but he just wouldn't know what exactly happened. But somehow right. he finds out in the like first or second act, and then that's when he join tries to join. So, yeah, the first act would be him being upset about it and trying to find out why. And then the second act will be him finding out and trying to join the whole fucking thing. And then the third act will be how he takes it down. Absolutely. Okay. Wow, we're we're good. <laughs> so game over, guys. We're done. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I I definitely like the whole drawn and quarter thing. I think that's badass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be how his brother died, but at yeah. least at least it's got to be in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like yeah, at least absolutely. one of the guys that didn't do well that was trying to get initiated, who gets drawn and quartered by the four Cadillacs. Yeah, and the, I mean the first act would would have to would have to involve him not re, not the main character not really being initiated yet but seeing the results of these things. Okay. So 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 that's where like the the more random kills that's where we see the more random kills happen like uh other initiates going through through their things. So so our guy sees what uh what has to happen okay um so is this like he stumbles upon it somehow through like either somebody sending him a link to some of the footage that they leaked uh yeah maybe it's like leaked on a on the dark web or something right and in the end it could like i don't want to get too weird with this but what if like they wanted him to come in the first place and they put him through this as like a to try to get him on board because they know he's related to one of their Somehow, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know exactly how. It could be too cheesy, but I think it'd be interesting that we flip the script on the guy at the end, and that they knew he was coming the whole freaking time. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I like, like it. I, you know, it's hard not to do that. You know, it's hard to do that without making it cheesy a little, little right. bit. Take some careful planning, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is going to be the protagonist? So, we got a brother. We know that we the, got a brother. So we'll call bro- his brother Ben. Who's what's his brother's name? The one that's uh, investigating all this. Uh, let's do something like unusual, like Earl. Okay, sounds good to me. So Ben and Earl. Ben and Earl. Okay, or Jerry. No, I'm kidding. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I actually, my head went to that same place, but I was like, wait, that they're not going for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Rocky Road. <laughs> That's Rocky Ben. I'm just That's kidding. That's Rocky Ben. Um, okay, so um, now does he have any, uh, is, maybe is his brother his only um, family? Like maybe they were, like, yeah, they parents, lost their parents at an early age. Their parents are dead and they were the the only children. And, and I think Earl has to be the older brother. Yeah, he's going to be the one that's always in trouble. Yeah. 
That's kind of a yeah. typical trope, but it makes sense. Right. Or should he? Yeah, because he. Why would his brother go into this stupid thing anyway? Right. Okay. So Ben is like ten years older than him, or something. Yeah. 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 That's. I think that's a good number. We don't. We don't have to like know. We don't have to know why their parents are gone after right. a ten. Years. You know, no. difference between the two. So that's when we like make a movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll iron out all the weird shit <laughs> then. So just relax, listeners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So Ben is older. Uh, they lost their parents at an early age. Uh, how does he find out there's a link that's somehow forwarded to him, or at least in some way he's able to see this and he sees his brother who dies? I think, yeah, Ben, uh, Ben had a friend in the organization that, uh, didn't want to see this happen. Okay. But had no power to stop it. Well, and he knows that Ben has a brother that's outside the organization. So maybe he, he finds out how to, to contact him and anonymously send him this, this link to the video of, of what's happened to Ben. Okay. And so he watches this and he just freaks out like he just freaks out. Like, I, I think that the, the movie might be good to, like, start out like him finding out about his brother or somebody yeah. dying first and then going to the funeral. And this this whole thing. And then, like, some time has passed. It's got to be a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, like maybe a, maybe a month. Right. Yeah. And you and of course, w the viewer will see what happens to his brother maybe ahead of yeah. time to kind of kick off the movie. Yeah. That'd be maybe, a great cold open. Be a know? really cool way to intercut the funeral with what happened to him. Yeah. I think would be interesting. So you see him, I don't know. I think the drawn and quartered thing would really catch the attention of people at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. So maybe we should just punch the viewer in the face with that. Yeah. Intercut with all the like sad things about, I don't know why his brother died and things Maybe he's thinking about his brother and it's intercut with these moments and you won't really yeah. know. I think that. And you could, you could, you could add to it with the, the, like the intercut with the funeral and everything. I mean, you see, we, you make sure that they see that it is closed casket and, and people have, have these horrified looks on their faces as they think about, you know, why, what, why it's closed maybe there we see you know flashes of newspaper clippings or something um detailing you know how he was found and stuff like that or what if like someone's at the funeral talking about what happened oh there you go yeah do you see what i mean and as he's telling the story yes. it shows what really happened absolutely i think absolutely. that would be interesting yeah that's good um fuck so so what is uh Earl do uh, as a living or how does he get by? Do we, is that even important? See, well, I think it is because I think whatever he does for a living, I mean, a, a lot of people are simply going to take this video that they found to law enforcement okay. immediately. They're going to call the police immediately. And, and if we don't give people a reason that uh, Earl wouldn't do that, then that's the first thing that pops in my head is like, why didn't you go to the cops? So yeah. he he either needs to be law enforcement or he needs to be a journalist or something like that um, in order 
to, for him to feel an obligation, you know, beyond just his relationship for him to feel the obligation to get involved. Like only I can do this. Okay. Uh, so does he have any significance you think in his life? Like, uh, girlfriend, maybe a best friend or anything that, uh, might kind of try to hinder him from going off onto this, uh, journey, so to speak, once he finds out about this, uh, yeah, I think he probably should. I don't think it should be a, yeah, I don't think it should be a girlfriend though. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's, it could be just a best friend. Yeah, I think it should be like a best friend. Cause if it's, if you get, if you get the love interest involved, I think he's more likely to say, yeah, you're right. Let's go to the police. Right. (laughs) Um, Because he, he wants to protect her, you know, as in addition to find justice. But if it's just like, if it's just a bro, um, you know, just his best friend, then, he's going to be more able to just dismiss it and and go on and and do what he wants to do. Okay. So now let's talk about the organization that is is running this a little bit just to give kind of a little bit of a backstory. Doesn't have to really we don't have to paint the picture why they're doing it necessarily, mm-hmm. but just some of the characters that might be the heads of this. Um do you know what I mean that that yeah. they could answer to somebody else that's above them and so on. You know what do they call it? compartmentalized sort of thing. Right. There's there's got to be some money motive involved somewhere like at at the top. Otherwise, they really wouldn't be doing this unless, you know, you just happen to have a group of uh, of of sociopaths who all happen to have the same car fetish. Right. (laughs) Um, What if it's like it's you know, I mean, I know this is kind of a silly trope that's kind of overused a little bit, but. You know, if there's money involved, I mean, there's probably some rich people trying to push, pull the strings for right. for entertainment, which kind of reminds me of like uh, tones of like the purge a little bit, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And these people are just like sick, demented guys that run these Cadillac crews that that, you know. Oh, yeah, somehow- they they. Uh, well, and that's where our video that's where our video uh, uh, evidence of the kills comes in because they take that footage and, and maybe they, they edit it, you know, into these little mini uh, faces of death style movies and, and uh, sell it, stream it, you know, right. online um, and profit from it that way. Yeah. Some, some way that you can't track it. Right. Or they black out the people's face or something. But he sees yeah. like he sees like his brother's ring, which was his father's wedding ring that he wears on his. You know what I mean? Somehow yeah, something like go. that. Like that's how he knows it's him because they blur everything out. But he knows that necklace or that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And they like then you'll see a, like a flash of him thinking of that moment where he has with his brother where he's like, you know, he tried to give it to him. But he was like, no, you're the big brother now. And nice. something something sentimental so that, you know, you feel the strife that he's going through to try to kill these motherfuckers because they're bad people. Um, right. Uh, so what about. OK, so like maybe there's like four bosses of these Cadillac killers and the rich people really don't give a fuck what they do with it as long as it's mm. entertaining. Yeah. But these sick guys, these four Cadillac killers, these guys that 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 make these other guys go out and do it. Uh, either by force or initiation or money, like we were talking about. Uh, somehow they, hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea that they would, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's hard to say because like maybe they give them money, but they'll kill them if they don't do it anyway kind of thing. Yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it could be, they, so they have a financial incentive to keep going, but they also have a fear for their lives and their own 
safety okay that that keeps them motivated so it's it's um uh, they're they're given enough to make them comfortable, and if they don't go along, not only do they lose that, they can be killed. Okay, so maybe maybe one of the guys will make a joke about it. Uh, yeah. One of the bad guys, it'd be funny. It'd be like, "Hey, you can leave, man, if you want. We're not gonna make you do anything, but you win all this money. But you can walk right out that door." And maybe one of them talks under his breath. Yeah, that'll never happen. You know, like <laughs> nice, yes. Something and like maybe that. maybe the bosses could actually kind of uh, kind of incentivize competition between them too. Like maybe they each have their favorite uh, um, um, member of the organization, or even their little their little cliques. You know, their little right. teams. So they're kind of like you know NFL owners or something. Okay, I kind of like the idea of the the four Cadillac killers being kind of. Uh... I don't want to say caricatures, but just really strong characters. Like each of them has yeah. like a, a specific thing that they do, kind of like you would find in like Road Warriors or something, you know, like how nice. like the one guy has the mohawk or in like the uh, what is it? The one with Tina Turner, uh, the guy they have the master blaster guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So yeah. like I feel like if you were to do it real stylish, this would be really interesting. And it would be a little over the top, but not too much. It could still be based yeah. in reality. But if you well, get them sort of character traits, it's like nicer to see them die. Right, 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 right. Oh, maybe maybe one of them could wear an eye patch. Okay, you know, call him Blackbeard or some shit. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or so some, what's another? What's another beard? Redbeard or uh, Redbeard? Something like that. He's got a big old beard. He's got a shaved head, and he's got a big like I don't know. Like maybe he's got like an iron cross on his head or something like yeah. that. And uh, he wears sunglasses all the time, and he. Uh, even though he has an eye patch or something, or maybe we shouldn't wear sunglasses. Whatever. My, what am I talking about? <laughs> it should wear, wear, wear the eye patch over the sunglasses. He's severely insecure about his eye patch, guys. Like, calm down, all right? He, no, he's missing a lens on on the sunglasses, so he wears the eye patch over that lens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he puts a googly eye right on the eye patch. Uh, that would be hysterical, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe he has like a fake googly eye under it one time in the movie and he just like yeah. scares one of the guys and he's like gets all serious <laughs> up in his face. He's like and then he pulls his eye thing up and he's like, ah, <laughs> oh, red awesome, beard, nice. you crazy fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying now. Uh, I'm getting out of control. Um, help, me, help me get back on track here, Isaac. All right, so we we need three more unique characteristics, right? Okay, yeah, this... yeah. So we need three more. Yeah, maybe there's like a tweaker one, like yeah. a skinnier guy that's like, yeah, you know, real skinny. Teeth are all fucking jacked up because he's a meth addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's just like out of control, and they call him uh, what's a what's a cool like single word name? Oh, let's see, uh, stick. There you go, or it's just sticks. Yeah, sticks. Yeah, because yeah. like when you see him walking, they just call him sticks. Sticks. Yeah. But they're like, you know, you may look weak, but he's a he's a freaking you know a Rottweiler <laughs> let loose, you know. Uh, okay, so we got sticks, red beard, and then two more. Where do you go? All right. Um, one of them. One of them needs to really enjoy showing off their wealth. So one of them just needs Ooh. to have a lot of jewelry, a lot of gold. A lot of nice suits and things. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Real different from the others. Right. Okay. That's good. I like that. Um, 
Mr. Money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Money's a little too plain. But uh, uh, maybe ooh, what's a call him Wall Street. Wall Street. You. Yeah, that's that's good. That's like a good that name. One. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Money just sounds like it reminds me of like, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Wayne's World or something. <laughs> uh so we got wall street sticks and red beard and we had one more one more what's a different woman it's got to be a woman yeah 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 um uh, maybe she's like native or she could just be a mohawk chick you know color blade yeah there you go she's got a real tall blue mohawk yeah with those little chelsea things on the side of her face nice do you know what i mean she's kind of goth yeah. goth punk sort yeah. of uh I don't know, industrial wasteland chick, you know, like, I don't know. She's like something, something like that. And she drives around a Cadillac that's like a freaking uh, hearse. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, that'd it's be kind of like cool. Skull and crossbones on it somewhere, like right. maybe the hood ornament or something. But it's got to nice. be one of them old ones, you know? Right. It's got to be one of them old blocky ones, you know? And she's got like yeah. blue lights all over it or something. Yeah, I like this. Okay. So I don't want to make a car for each of them, but, you know, maybe Styx is an overcompensator. So he drives like a big old, like jacked up Cadillac um, yeah. with like the big tires, you know, almost like yeah. a like a we call it a monster truck almost, but not all the way. Cool. Just lifted. Then Redbeard drives a boat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pie. He has it a could be it could be boat themed, though. He could have like a giant anchor on the back of it or something. Oh, his steering uh, wheel is a fucking uh, like it's like a smaller a steering wheel. wheel. But a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a like a boat steering wheel. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Uh, it's maybe it's just like a uh, like a regular um, red Cadillac, but with like little adornments on it. Nice. Uh, he's got like a port window on the back, you know, like, I don't know, something weird. We got to characterize these guys up. So, um, and yeah. then the last one is, what was it? Wall oh, Street. Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his, his needs to be money green with gold trim. There you go. He's almost like a pimp in a way, but like, yeah, but a little bit more reserved, like a Wall Street guy, but they right. call him Wall Street and he's, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I I think it would be funny if like he like had a like a gaggle of guys that he always hangs with. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And he's into some like really kinky S and M shit. <laughs> so he's got some got some yes men and yes women around. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it would be interesting. Not not you know this is just little things in the background. Like maybe he gets yeah. caught somehow in some situation where the brother kills him in 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 that compromising situation. Right, right. Or maybe he's always got those people in the back seat, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> of, his, of his Cadillac. So whenever there's there's dialogue with him, they're always hanging out in the back, you know? snorting coke and like yeah. <laughs> wearing like fucking uh, gimp masks and shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect to anybody, by the way. I, I, trust me, I've been to plenty of these events. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, Okay, so now that we got the character set down, there's going to be one person that they talk to frequently, and who's that going to be? It's got to be some just, uh, like, androgynous name or someone that they only speak to through, like, a phone call. Yeah, so like a like a Charlie's Angels Charlie type. Right, but for the bad guys, yeah. For the bad guys, yeah. Um, hmm. And when, I mean, just so, so we can remember, Blade, Redbeard, Sticks, and Wall Street. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's see. 
good androgynous name for the voice on the... What if they just call him the voice? Okay, yeah, we could do that. So where do we go from here, Isaac? I've thrown us completely off course. <laughs> All so right, the so voice. The, the voice, or if we don't want to use the voice, I was thinking maybe Ghost, since they never see him. Right. Or her. Maybe they have a nickname for them, but they don't know their name. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, they just call it the voice. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, these four Cadillac killers have other, you know, little henchmen sort of, you know, in the background, I would say. Yeah. Because they can't run this entire operation, all four of them. Like, this is just way too much, so... No, it has to be a hierarchy, you know, with, with the voice at the top, and then these four um, Cadillac killers, and then the people underneath them. Right, okay. So, Isaac sees... Or, who's Isaac? <laughs> Earl sees... Why did I even say that? Earl sees uh, the video, and he sees his brother getting drawn and quartered, but you don't really need to see it, because we already saw it in the beginning right. of the movie. But you just see like parts of it and like he sees the ring uh, that his dad gave or that his he wore of his dad's and they they fought over who who would have it when they passed away. But he gave it to his brother, his older brother, because he was the dad now, you know, um, yes, sort of thing. So where do we go from here? Uh, all right. From here, he has to uh, Earl has to find a way to get close to these people. OK, Um. And that's that's the hard part, because he doesn't the only way he he knows about these people is that he's recognized Ben on the tape or on the video tape. <laughs> I'm dating myself um, on the video and um, and someone connected to Ben has sent it to him. Maybe so, his friend is friends with like a hacker or something. Oh, it could be who and, can who can get information about where that video came from. Right. Yeah. His best friend, the one who's trying to right. warn him off all this. Exactly. Yeah. He like finally submits and is like, OK, here you go. You know. Right. Now, does his so, friend get caught up in any of this in the in, by the end or because or is that too typical? Uh, I think he's probably going to have to in some way. Right. Like the hacker like rats him out. And then yeah. leads him to him, and then he kills his best friend. So it's like him reliving his brother dying all over again. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because there, I mean, there are there are people with tech skills in every segment, you know. So so these the Cadillac killers are going to have people who post the videos, right? And they're going to know, you know, they're going to see, they're going to be on the lookout for law enforcement for one thing. Okay. So they're going to have a lot of of security and monitoring and and things like that from their end um, so they can see um, who's not necessarily who's looking at them, but where these looks are coming from. Okay. Um, So maybe that's how. Yeah, they let them in so that they can see the information and then go kill them kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they're aware. They're fully aware. Right. Okay. And this hacker, of course, is like super conceited. He thinks he's so good. Yeah. And they pay him like 10 grand or something to try to figure it out or something. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Just to get him to do it, because there's got to be some reason because he knows about these workarounds where they can track him back. Even if he has like a VPN or whatever the hell you call it. I don't want to get too much into the hacker thing, but somehow (laughs) that guy gets tortured the fuck out of. Um, Now, in between, are we going to see them doing initiations with other people? I think we're going to have to. And I, I think, I mean, Earl when he gets involved with it, 
um, is going to to have to, as he becomes familiar with the organization, is going to have to see what they do. And maybe they start by um, by showing him some of their other earlier videos. Okay. Um. So so we get all these these shots of um or all these videos of of different things they've done in the past, and then they start to take him out for um other initiations. Okay. So because what they want in their initiates is is for them to top each other. So so anyone who's going to be initiated, they you know maybe they take turns. And one of them does their initiation. And then the next person, they're like, okay, you saw what he did. You've got to top that. Gotcha. To be, to be in. So now the, the Cadillac killers are participating with these other initiates, right? The other people. Right. Okay. Cause yeah. I would think that would be fun because I would, I could just picture sticks getting so mad that he slams into one of them <laughs> to kill another one on top of it. And then nice. he backs up and you see the mangled bodies all together and they film it and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like he kills one of the initiates and they're like, you got to stop doing that, man. <laughs> we're running out of running yeah. out of new people. Yeah, we're fucking running out of people here, man. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He's like crazy. <laughs> He's like smoking a pipe, you know, like <laughs> just out. Yeah, maybe, maybe that and maybe that's like Wall Street's big complaint because maybe he's in, he's the oldest among them and and he knows he doesn't have like long as long left for the world so he wants right. to bring in the fresh blood and sticks keeps killing him right okay <laughs> and and i and i think in a, in a backstory or you know like background story it would be like uh wall street is kind of the kind of person who thinks he's going to be moving up to upper management yes there you go and everybody else is just these piddling little whatevers while he's trying to move up the chain and they all kind of hate him for it because they know that he's kind of right yeah. So, but they all have to work together anyway because they're still making gang loads of money. So, um, okay. So, so we, so he gets in one of the initiations and that's when we see, uh, some of these things take off. Now, he doesn't get to be in the car right away, right? Like, right. he can't, he can't just go out and kill people because that would be kind of messed up. Yeah. Unless he killed one of the other initiates or one of the big guys and got away with it. Right. Like, there could be some drama between one of the four Cadillac people that run it for the most part and he kills one of them but he does it in such a cool way even though he's like they kind of accept him in well yeah like maybe um so you're you're thinking one of the four that we've named who runs it um gets killed maybe it sticks because he's the maybe it sticks because yeah he's exactly he's he's the one that would have to go because he's he's the one that that the other three are kind of secretly afraid of right they don't know where he's, he's gonna go yeah exactly exactly yeah, he keeps so, fucking and making more work for them right so right. in a way they're keeps, like sad that he's gone but they're like kind of relieved and maybe maybe earl is one of the uh initiates he gets into it with and and is is about to uh and earl is the first initiate to actually overpower him and take him out Mm, what if Sticks mentions how they killed the one guy with the drawing quarter? Mm, and how there you go. How he squealed like a whatever, and he kind of has to hold it back, you know? Yeah. Until that moment, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that way, the hatred that's unleashed on him is like really, yeah, like yeah. that's really powerful. Like, especially for the viewer because they've kind of gone through it too. Right. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So what next? So we get. Maybe we can see uh, before that happens, though, we, maybe he shows up to help out and he's only setting everything up 
for these uh, situations. Maybe he has to work on a car or something, and mm-hmm. that's how you start out. You have to fix cars and like you know under under uh, under watch. Yeah, dude, you have to you have to do like uh, you know the the standard uh, peon stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Before you can even be accepted in, because you have to. Pre- right. Yeah. Okay. So then he watches one of these races with one of the initiates. And he sees that they're even getting killed off because Styx kills the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you see uh, another one like somehow get caught by the police or something. I don't know. And then they have to go kill him or whatever. And it's this big ordeal. I don't know. But like they have to do really, really dark um, serial killer type stuff. Yeah. Like some of these guys really got to be messed up. <laughs> My opinion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. And I think if we get like about two or three more kills and then like wrap it up for the you know how he's going to take down this thing and then maybe at the very end i picture him uh picking up the phone for the voice and -hmm. it's just like i'm coming for you next and it just throws the phone or whatever (laughs) yeah or or does the cool action thing and just shoots the phone you know (laughs) (laughs) the overkill thing you know yes uh, maybe or or he like I'm jumping ahead, but it'll help us fill in the story. Maybe yeah. Um, maybe at the end he ties one of the uh, main people up, Mr. Wall Street or whatever, uh, Wall Street, um, and he ties them all to his like guys and then just burns them alive. Nice. And, and then he's on his phone. He, the phone rings and he looks down, and it just says voice the voice, uh, and uh, and it has like money symbols around it. And then he answers it. And they're like, we see what you did. <laughs> and he's like, I know. And I'm fucking coming for you next. And then throws it down. Nice. Sets the guy like on that. fire. All the people are screaming, you know. Yeah. So now how do we get to that point? <laughs> well, he's got he's got to go through he's already taken care of sticks. Sticks is already out, and okay. that's that's brought him um closer to the other three, where they think, okay, well, maybe we can actually convert him into one of us we know he came here to get at us right because we did talk about that yeah yeah but maybe maybe we can actually change him uh now that he's taken sticks out and and give him um sort of let him slide into the sticks position without officially making him gotcha Uh, you know so they they sort of give him that that um that carrot they put that carrot in front of him gotcha Uh, like you could be sticks replacement you're not yet but you could be um, to to kind of whet his appetite for that. Okay. Um, so if he's if he's going to tie up Wall Street last, then he's got to get through Blade and um, Redbeard. Right. So and Redbeard's a big guy. Redbeard's a big guy. So and it might be kind of good to get him next. Yeah, absolutely. And then absolutely. the chick, and then uh, or Blade—that's her name—and then yeah. uh, and then Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he can fight. Maybe he's he's got some psychological expertise here, too, and he can start sowing some discord between those three Um, because they all already hated sticks. So sticks was easy um, comparatively. But maybe he can start, you know, um, sabotaging their car or something. Yeah. Yeah. And doing it in a way that like, you know, something happens to Wall Street's car and it looks like Blade did it or. Something like that. Something that, so, that he carries on him that they found near it or something or in the. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like maybe he there. There's always toothpicks 
Like, uh, fucking Redbeard's always got toothpicks and cigars <laughs> and shit, and they find a cigar, uh, like in the engine piece that's like near it. Nice. You know what I mean? Yes. So they think that it's like he's trying to get a leg up because then, you know, they'll win all the money. Right. Yeah. And Wall Street in particular should be last because we already know that he, uh, has, he's planning on moving up. Right. And, to management. And so it starts to look like that Blade and Redbeard are conspiring against him to him or Earl starts to make it look like that. Okay. So maybe, maybe Blade and him and, and, uh, Wall Street get into a fight where she tries to cut him and stabs him a little yeah. bit. And it's like, yeah. and then he has to, uh, he kills her in some messed up way. Yeah. Um, I know I'm getting really dark here in my mind. <laughs> Maybe it's Redbeard and her. Yeah, because we yeah. did say the te- the 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 cigar. At Wall thing. Street. Yeah, and Wall Street's last. So so yeah, it would have to be Redbeard and Blade. Yeah. Okay. So she finds the cigar in the in in some issue with the car. We can figure this out later, guys. Um, but there's some issue that causes her car to overheat, and it's because they didn't have the I don't know. Maybe there's no coolant in it. and There's a cigar inside the coolant or, you know what I mean? Like something yeah. stupid like that. Um, and then, uh, they get into it and she tries to stab him and, uh, it doesn't take him down at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause he's, he's the big guy. Right. So they get into it. You know what I mean? And he's like throwing her around the like shop. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe like some of her workers, the, her underlings, cause she, it's almost kind of like death race. Like they have these different people that work underneath them in a way, but they're mm-hmm. like super loyal to them because they want to be a Cadillac killer to make all this money, uh, and not die. That's <laughs> yeah. another motivation. Um, but then like he's like killing some of her shop guys or shop people. Maybe she has yeah. a, a lot of females, uh, shop workers. And you know what? If, if they're going to be in a shop, it could be, you know, like maybe, maybe he drops an, an engine on her. Ooh. So like they've, cause you know, they have the cranes where the, the motors are suspended that they're going to lower into, to cars. So if they're inside the shop where they're doing that, maybe there could be one that's Ooh, suspended. I got a better one. I yeah. like your idea with the engine. I think he he like manhandles her, but she's like she's like a ninja. You know what I mean? Mm. Like she mm-hmm. wraps around him like a pretzel and is like snapping his fingers and like kicking out his leg. And he nice. fall- and he, somehow she gets him on his back. I don't know how that is. And that's uh uh how she drops the the chain. But something happens that it hits something else and kills her for doing oh, it. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, would that be too quick to take people out? Or maybe it kills some of her workers, and then yeah. she has to die some other way? Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe like the, like it it drops the engine, but it, it, it somehow pulls something else as she's dropping it. I know what a cherry picker is and, you know, dropping yeah. it down on somebody. But I don't know. Somehow it fucks something up. She narrowly avoids the death, but like three of her workers get sawed in fucking half. And you yeah. see their bodies like topple over next to her as she's ducking. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, but, <laughs> yeah. but his I face like is fucking destroyed. Like yeah. he is, there is no getting up from that. But there's got to be several instances of when they're fighting that this happens. Yeah. And then she catches wind that he was the one with the cigar somehow. Yeah. Um, and the, and the voice even pays her money because they have cameras set up all over the place. And maybe the voice sends them the picture of him setting it up. 
Maybe because they the voice likes to pit them against each other. That's that's part of the fun. Right. And maybe and maybe since it's uh, what was it? Earl that set that up that yes. tried to get them doing it. Yeah. Maybe uh, they lead the voice leads her to him again. Yeah. Like you said, like you, you were saying, yeah, pit them against each other. Right. And he gets a lot of money. Like every time you get money, your phone rings at a certain thing and there's money deposited. Yeah. And he gets it right, you know, after she does, you know, and she gets it too. And she's like, why did you get it? <laughs> and that plays something into it. That's awesome. I like that. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. I like this idea. Yeah. It'd be like a, like a, a PayPal alert. Right. I mean, yeah. Some phone. sort of like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like a uh, kill pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some sort of kill pal alert, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy with a knife in his chest, you know. Nice. <laughs> um so she's got to die and we got to get to the last one. Um how so she's trying to kill him now and yeah. there's there's this big uh all out battle between them. And somebody somebody needs to be there needs to be an engine running somewhere in the shop and and somebody needs to to like have their face destroyed by the fan. Ooh. Or so, it could be anywhere else. Yeah. It could be a, a well, tire, yeah, too. Yeah, that's good, right. though. Yeah. Yeah, it's something spinning that, uh, that you know, maybe Earl can push her face into. Makes me think of, uh, if it was a tire, it makes me think of uh, Pet Cemetery too. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the fucking dad, like, takes the fucking motorcycle tire. Yeah, I remember screeches. that. <laughs> <laughs> First movie I ever saw uh, Clancy Brown in. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. I loved him in that. I, you know, I think he gets far less credit than he deserves for, for the characters he plays. Right. Yeah, probably. He's really good. He's got some swagger about him. Yeah. 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 All right. So how do we get to the, okay. So maybe, 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 uh, it is the fan and she gets her hand stuck in there. Mm. So it's not just like her face right away, but she tries to stop it. Yeah. And it's just saws up her hands. Yeah. But there's gotta be this big fight between them and, and maybe he, she even breaks his arm, you know, at some point. Uh, so he has to have someone drive with him to like chase after, um, Wall Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he can still use his hand, but he's got to shift right. somehow. You know what I mean? Like, it's really yeah. messed up. I don't know. Just something interesting like that. I just want to see his arm get broken or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got one arm, you know, and he's still kicking these guys' ass. Yeah, he, he's the protagonist in a horror movie. He can't come out unscathed. So. Right. <laughs> uh, and I definitely, whenever he gets to uh, Wall Street's den of, of mm -hmm. sexual deviancy, uh, it's, it's not just sexual deviance. It's like, like really dark, like necrophiliac type shit, like, or just like torture and nice. like, you know what I mean? Like there's just yeah. like a group of people and he's just like, there's cameras in each of them. It's almost like hostile in each room, but there's yeah. like people, patrons that sit around it and watch these things, you know, yeah. in his little den of fucking deviancy or whatever. I don't know. Which is why he's so good at like he should be one of the voices, you know, right. one of the one of the main right. people up there because he's already running some sort of game like that. Yeah, he's 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 already trying to to show them that he is one of them in in the hopes that they'll you know they'll bring him up. So right, he's looking for a merger. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's got to be a merger because that just makes more sense. Like to him, it is a merger. You know, to him, I mean? it is a merger. Yeah. Absolutely, they uh, have the same interests. Right. 
Um, okay, so how so she gets her hands chopped up and her face like stuck in there, but he yeah. gets his arm broke. Um, he gets a call from Wall Street. She does. The girl Blade gets a call yeah. from Wall Street. Um, and and it's really bloody, guys. Like I want it to be like ultra bloody. Um, so what do we do now? All right, so he's got to, he's he's got the call from from Wall Street because Wall Street wants to to um I don't know is he wanting to confront him or is he wanting to is he still thinking he can bring him over and now that the other two are gone um yeah or does he, he know that his rope is really short right he's trying to like spearhead it before yeah it's too late kind of thing so they he he has he calls him over for some reason maybe he's got a a, a a trap for him in his his den there you know maybe he's just kind of laying in wait his friend his friend there you go right yeah and he's in one of the rooms but he doesn't know that he's there yet yeah he tells yeah. him to come there so he comes because he's still keeping up the the appearance in a way uh right. to try to get everyone but as he's passing by one of the windows he sees uh you know or some or maybe maybe it's like one of the main acts is his friend yeah, absolutely. And he's in this really weird compromising situation where if he kills him, he'll his friend will die and probably he's going to die anyway. So but they have to, like, put him in some weird situation. Yeah. Where it's like a tuss, like a, you know, tug of war sort of thing. And he he already has to be careful because he's going in with a broken arm. Right. Now. Yeah. And it needs it needs to be like his strong arm, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> his jerking hand. So, yeah. <laughs> I always assume that when people say that. <laughs> so he's it, it, it's it, so he's got a he's got to uh, he's got to come up with a creative way to get out of this and get rid of Wall Street um, without actually throwing punches. Okay, because he can't. Hmm. So this this fire happens. Do they does does Wall Street try to get away, or does it happen in his little den of? I I think it's going to happen in the den. Ooh, right on stage. And they have yeah. all of the patrons watch him and pay him. Yeah. Or as a pro bono thing. <laughs> I don't know. I like this. Okay. So maybe he ties him up in some weird fucking Saul fucking type thing. I don't want to say Saul, but yeah, just it's just to get our brains going a little bit. So he puts him in a situation where he can either save his friend and walk or walk by walking away which they're going to ultimately try to kill him anyway. Right. Or he could kill him. Hmm. And now we got to get all serious. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy before this. God damn it. Uh, oh shit, man. I don't know. Earl is tied up right now. Right. Or is it? Okay. Earl no, is tied up. Earl is now. Yeah. He's been captured because he's has to submit because of his friend being on a stage right. and he's in right. some weird killer contraption. His friend, uh, what's his friend's name? Did we ever say? We never said. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's all you, man, if you want. Let's call him Phil. Phil. Okay. All right. So Phil's on stage in some weird messed up contraption. Uh, also, right. what's his name's also? He's like, if you can sit here for 10 hours without moving and there's some sort of like crazy thing on there and somehow he figures out a way. I don't know. Maybe they kill his friend anyway. Yeah. His, or his friend ends up dying and he gets up anyway to try to kill him. And there's this big fight. With all of uh, Wall Street's uh, side guards, I like that. You know, and maybe I mean maybe there could be some like uh, some confrontational banter between Earl and and Wall Street. So it finally occurs to Wall Street that he's not going to break him. Okay. Uh, so he just goes ahead and kills Phil. 
Okay. And he and he and, loses it at this point, and that's when. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 maybe Earl still has like one of Redbeard's cigars with him or something to start the fire. Okay. Yeah, he lights it up, and then, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So somehow he gets out of the contraption, goes after Wall Street, but then Wall Street tries to slink down some secret tunnel or whatever the hell in his little den area. And yeah. uh, he kills a couple of the guys real quick, snaps one of their necks, impales the other one to the fucking door. Um, and then he just kind of casually puts on a coat and walks out with a hat to kind of be <laughs> one of the patrons or something like that, you know? Yeah, I like that. Because there's a lot of things going on at this point in time, you know yeah. what I mean? So. And it's chaos in the den at this right. point. Right. And there's sex yeah. and violence everywhere. Um, yeah. Okay. So so he goes chasing after Wall Street uh, out into maybe maybe Wall Street just runs right out into the crowd of people and tries to slink down behind the, the main stage to get out the back somehow. Yeah. And that's when he catches him and uh, somehow puts him on the stage and puts gas all over him. Uh, somehow in front of the audience or something like that. (laughs) I think it would be good. Yeah. And then the phone rings, you know, the voice or whatever. And that's when the end happens. And then sequel. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I like that. I think, you know, we should set up, we should set up the gas cans like throughout the movie though. There should always be like a can of gas nearby. Okay. Um, because they're the, they're the Cadillac killers and you know, where are they going to go? If they uh, if they don't have fuel. So. Right. So maybe, it, you know, in every scene they're in, there's there's a gas can somewhere. Ooh, what if he they like on the sides of the car or something or. There you go. And that's, yeah. that's where he ends up dying. Yeah. You know, and they and have all the gas- people, the patrons come out to see what he does to him. I like that because they're you know, they're really into this kind of thing. So they don't really care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they follow him out and then, you know, he ties his arms to the steering wheel. Uh, yeah. And then pours letter, you know, puts a bunch of cans in from all the different cars. Nice. And then then just sets it up. And he's just screaming at the top of his lungs and like his skin's like pulling off of his hands and like, you know what I mean? And he's like even got a one around his neck and he just like you could see it ripping the skin and blood's pouring out. As he's dying, but he, that's and that's when the phone rings, and then he's like, you know, or maybe should it be before or after? I think it's maybe after because it after, needs to end yeah. on it. Yeah. So then the phone rings, and he's like, "Yep, you like what I did? Yeah, we just sent you a ton of money for it. How's it feel to be in charge of the Cadillac Killers?" And he's like, "Feels great. Coming for you, fucking next." <laughs> I like that. You know, awesome. They try to like lure him in with money and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think it's cool, man. But like to give it that horror element, guys, like in, in tucked in the corners of the movie, like, you know, in the den, you see people like carving people up, pulling fillet yeah. in their skin, jamming things in their eyes while masturbating around them. Like just like really <laughs> fucked up shit there. Um, we'll have a like couple of really gory deaths uh, with some of the initiates, uh, some of the initiation guys. Um, but yeah, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I do too. I would watch that shit. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> if it had a fucking budget, like I think that would kick ass. Like you'd have to make it really stylish. Yeah, it'd have to be yeah. like the Smoke and Aces guys or something. You know, nice. They were yes. really good with the characters. Like I really like that movie for that reason. Yeah. Um. So what's the tagline? What do we? 
Oh, the tagline for Cadillac Killers. <laughs> I'm just thinking of pig Cadillac, and that doesn't match up. I don't know what. Uh, I keep wanting to go somewhere with squealing and tires. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let me see if that, that kind of opens it up a little bit. Um, uh, or maybe tires and burning rubber. Like, that's not rubber you smell burning. <laughs> ah, I like it. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I I'm good with that. Yeah, no, I'm really good with that. All that's right. not ru- yeah. Uh yeah, that's not rubber you're sm- <laughs> that's wait, say it again. That's not rubber you smell burning. Okay, that's not rubber you smell burning. Cadillac killers. <laughs> Cadillac killers. Dude, random. I hope you fucking enjoyed this. Uh random viewer, thank you so much for submitting that. I will do the best I can to try to epitomize the movie that we just made up. Uh, what do you guys think of the movie that we came up with? Did you like the characters? What are your favorite parts? What would you have changed about the movie if you had a chance to sit here with us? Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know in any of the information, any of the com- like social media, anywhere that we can. You can even write comments on our website. So feel free to do it. We love talking to you. We've been getting a lot of people involved, so we appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on, Isaac. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, if you ever looking to do something uh, in the future, let me know, man. We can do this again and again if you awesome. ever want to. So, well, hey, you know, and keep the titles I submitted in oh. the in the uh, the cup there. I'd love to see if, if one of those gets pulled sometime. Always. I'll keep them in here. I can't lose the cup now. I think the <laughs> only reason we lost them before is because we, we had to switch it up to like holidays. Uh. So, but yeah, no, definitely keeping him in there. So Isaac's got a couple in here as well, guys. So you'll have to be on the lookout for that. Our net, one of our next grave plots somewhere in the future. (laughs) So where can they find you online? They can find me on the web at IsaacThorn.com. That's Thorn with an E. Uh, On Twitter, I am Isaac R. Thorn. And uh, same thing on Facebook. Uh, So those are the, uh, the three places you can catch up with me. Awesome, man. Well, thanks again, dude. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will, uh, I'll catch you sometime soon, I hope, man. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. guys i want to give a big thanks to isaac our guest uh coming on to the show it was a fucking absolute blast man love to have you on to do another grave plots or just uh hang out anytime brother uh definitely enjoyed that grave plots let us know what you guys think in the comment section below and if you haven't already check out our longlivethevoid.com all of our social media links and everything are on there if you guys are on itunes even if you don't listen on itunes if you give us a review it really does go a long way you don't have to but it does help us to get more people and the more we have the better time we're gonna have anyway guys thank you so much for coming listening this week we'll see you this thursday with a brand new episode for american mary and may so stay tuned stay weird monsters
Ha ha ha!